This is Glass Half Full with me, Steve Twine, and where I'm joined by inspirational guests from around the world, sharing their stories, stories that may well resonate with you. Sit back and enjoy this week's Glass Half Full. Well, welcome to episode two, all about resilience. Russell, welcome. How are you again? Hello, Steve. I'm really good. Fantastic to be back for episode two. Uh, still, yes, I, I'm, I'm just as well as I was last time. It's been good. It's been some cool. nice um, client feedback, so it's good. Now, in episode one, uh, we yes. talked about what is resilience. And uh, if people are just catching episode two and they've not heard episode one, yes, uh, they can, of course, uh, listen again. On, of course on... they can. Of course yep. they can. Yes. Well, I made every effort as much as I can uh, to try and nail what is this thing called resilience. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, people to uh, listen in. Um, we didn't talk a lot about what it isn't, actually. So maybe that'll be for a yet another That'll day. be an, that could be a, be a, be yeah. another day. And of course, of course, when people have listened to episode one, Russell, if yes. they've got any questions about that, they can get in touch with you, can't they? Of course they can. So uh, easiest way to get in touch with me is uh, Russell at theresiliencecoach.co.uk and website is www.theresiliencecoach.co.uk. Don't forget the. It is very important. It's very important. So, Russell, in the, in this episode, then, what we're going to be talking about today? So, um, attitude is uh, what we're talking about. So, I'm glad I got hold of you, Steve, because you've got a terrible attitude. And we need to talk about. <laughs> oh, thank you for that, Russell. Uh, that's the end of episode two. <laughs> no, quite the reverse. Quite the reverse. Um, so, yes, uh, on the website, I have the resilience wheel, which I always keep talking about. And the series of podcasts is going to go through different aspects of that wheel. There are seven aspects to it. And at the heart of resilience is our attitude. So our attitude is essentially our, our settled way of thinking and feeling about life. You know, so it is our fundamental mindset okay. uh, around life. So we will talk today definitely about all the fixed and growth mindset stuff that is out there. But it's, it's about our belief systems. So, you know, so what do we believe about ourselves? You know, what do we believe about life, the universe, the planet, the government, you know, mm -hmm. uh, companies, people we work for, people we work with. And just the big, big caveat around the official definition around beliefs is um, something that, you know, we fundamentally believe is the case. However, it might not necessarily be true. Mm. So mm. there is, we're not going to have time, I think, today to go, what is truth? <laughs> um, but just being mindful, it's like, I believe it, but it's not necessarily true. And daft story around that, which I still struggle with. I've no idea why, but I had a belief many, many years ago, I'm still struggling with, that pineapples grew on trees. Right. <laughs> didn't, expect, didn't expect that one today. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I mentioned last time in in uh, in Hong Kong when I was in uh, at Lombok in Indonesia, I was walking through a field looking at stuff, looking remarkably like pineapples. Yeah. And I had to have a moment to go and just to quickly under my breath, just turn to uh, my wife. Uh, what what are these are these pineapples? Well, yeah, the pineapples. And so uh, my world was broken because I was I, I literally <laughs> sat in this field for half a day 
staring at this field of pineapples going out the ground, going, oh, they don't grow on trees. They, uh, they grow out the ground. And I'm still struggling with it to this day. Well, do you know, Russell, you know, it's something that's never crossed my mind. <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've, you learn something every day. I never thought about that. But to be fair, as you mentioned that, I would have thought they're grown on trees. But um Awake. So there's a there's a bit around. We're going to talk about the fixed growth mindset and all that in a minute. But there's there's a bit around belief. Is there that um, you know where do those beliefs come from? Yeah. Okay. And and you touched on it there. And whatever we believe, we'll be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it, it is. It's like you know an, another lovely sort of watchwords buzzwords that people in the learning development field come up with is like. Your perception is your reality. Mm-hmm. Is that, you know, just another way of saying what you've done? It's like, this, this is what my belief, my perception is. And it's like, yeah, right. That's, that's your world. That, that's what you believe. You know, then about how do you change a belief? It's mm-hmm. like you uh, have to have a desire to want to be open minded. You know, you want to be open and curious or actually what's the value and benefit of me? challenging my beliefs or you know reflecting or um being uh, comfortable having a chat with somebody that actually doesn't think the same as me you know it, it happens all day every day you're sitting around family units and you're watching tv programs and you sort of say oh this happened and they thought this or this is what i think happened and <laughs> there's so many opportunities my wife and i to uh, agree or disagree and <laughs> and have a, a tense evening or have a good evening to go well, no, i was thinking this when where did that come from well that was my belief that was my perception that's what was going on yeah and you're watching the same thing or you're totally listening, to, listening totally. to the same thing so but you, but you touched on something there again about about change and mm. so the question is then um can beliefs change over time yeah of course they can of course they can um and it's like it's going to be with a whole mixture of experiences. Sometimes by accident, sometimes by design. Sometimes it's like um, the wealth of evidence <laughs> against against my initial belief is actually so much to go. Do you know what? I, I can't. It's it's just yeah. It's all come crashing down. You know, like the pineapple. Yeah, pineapple. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's why I mentioned it. I still have yeah. to occasionally. I've got this photograph that I occasionally dig out and go, yeah, pineapple in the ground. Just go back there, Russell. It's, it's in the ground. <laughs> um, um, and that, but in that moment, it's because I've understood that I was wrong. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that, and that's difficult for humans to sort yeah. of go, actually, do you know what? Um, I, I, the way I thought I believed something actually isn't correct. So in, in that, there's some pretty... Um, strong emotions that come up about you know shame and guilt or feel of looking an idiot and things like that so Mm. there has been you know a lot of um, examples that we've shown through recent times in you know the UK and the world around things that we have voted for um, recently um, that even though somebody might come along and say actually all of this stuff that you believe about this particular situation here's a load of information evidence or conversation about how it might not necessarily be the case for the fear of looking stupid, we've demonstrated as humans that we double down, we triple down, we quadruple down on the belief that clearly might not be true. true. Yeah. Um, uh, and we'll stick with it because this fear of looking an idiot 
uh, stops us from going, ah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah no, 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 I get that. Well, well, what about, here we go then. I'm, I'm thinking about a situation now where, within a business environment. And, and if, you've, if you've got a group of people, I've got to put this delicately, <laughs> that just keep supporting each other in there. They have the same belief all the time and nobody challenges that belief or challenges a way forward. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, lovely thing of like groupthink. Um, and so human beings only do the things that they see the value and benefit for themselves of doing them. So for okay. whatever reason, the, those humans see the benefit to themselves of keeping going with a group think is better than or is easier than or is more comfortable than them going um could i just raise my hand and go i've, I've a funny feeling that actually what we're doing isn't right mm -hmm. you know so it takes some bravery it takes some confidence it takes some open-mindedness uh, you know in a business sense you then need to have created this lovely terminology called psychological safety which has come out a lot in the last couple of years. And it's, it's really, it's good that, that it exists and business worlds are talking about it, but how you stop groupthink or people just repeating the same mistakes is that you have an environment, psychologically safe environment where um, it's okay for people to share and it's taken well. You know, if, if you're in a business sense, if there's any line managers leading uh, leaders listening to this now, um, it, the question that I ask a lot of my clients is when were you challenged, positively challenged by your team recently or how often? And you, and you, before you ask, you've got to really think about somebody might, you know, query me, but when, when was the last time that you as a leader, somebody in a meeting in front of others sort of said, so boss, uh, just the way you're thinking about this and going about this, uh, I, I really struggle with it, or I don't think it's right. Or I think actually it's a pile of garbage, you know, because mm. you've got, that environment and and but it's it's taken well yes it's like the conversation is allowed to happen uh, that's a psychologically safe environment so it rather is than the leader thinking i'm here much you as a troublemaker yeah yes yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely or even if you know um the person is frustrated and doesn't give the feedback in a nice way it's also still taken well in the moment you know to go actually they are challenging me in my thinking so let's explore it you know yeah um that that would be ideal for um so uh, russell do you, do you come across then in, in the way that you some some leaders going back to this point that, that some leaders just surround themselves by people that agree with them yeah and 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 is is that what's that about then is that is that about insecurity is that about ego what's that about so in their in their attitude so to speak yeah so there'll be there'll be some form of insecurity or are you going there? There'll be some element of like, um, we do what is easy. So we like people that are, that are like ourselves. Mm -hmm. So if any of us imagine we're sitting there doing an interview and um, you're asking, you know, the interviewee, tell me what you would do in this situation. And they give a, an answer that you're sitting there and going, Oh my God, I, I'm really struggling with, Mm -hmm. everything they're saying how they're thinking how they go about it is so different to me nine times out of ten you've immediately gone well i can't have them on my team because they're, they're so different mm. if in that moment somebody can go be open to do you know what actually they're that different to me that maybe it's a good idea that we have them 
as part of the team mm. you know um so it's just one of those things you've got to do but it, it'll it'll feel weird it might be feel fearful it might feel challenging it's going to perpetually put out your side of your comfort zone of like people are um are not always going to have the same thoughts feelings and ideas as me yes yeah you know you've just you've just reminded me many many moons ago when i worked for a a company um I was one of 18 senior execs sat round a table mm. and the chief exec was having a bit of a rant mm. about stuff. Um, and he was cancelling promotions and stuff like that. And he said to me, and you can cancel the promotion that you've arranged with your sector. Now, all the rest of the senior execs who bad was quite relatively new, right, within this group, and they all cancelled theirs. And I just went, why would I do that? Mm. And he looked at me and I thought his face was going to burst and I thought his blood vessel was going to go in his neck. And he went, excuse me? I went, all I'm asking is, why would I do that? Why would I cancel my promotion when you are promoting the same products because you want the promoting in this sector? Yeah. So all I'm asking is, why would I? Yes. And, the, and, he, and he did think about it <clears throat> and he let it go. You know, and all the others sat around the table. You could see him going, he's dead. <laughs> you know what I mean? But all I asked, oh, I wasn't being aggressive. I was just asking, well, why would I do that? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, just help me understand what's the value and benefit for me yeah. of doing what you're asking me to do. Yeah. So, um, sorry, go on, Russell. No, no, no. I was going to no. say, I don't know if it's uh, relevant. I've just, one of my latest blogs is like um, how to become a, a CEO, if that's what your um, desire is. And there's some uh, interesting uh, research that the average time it takes to become a CEO is 24 years. However, you can short circuit that by a number of different factors. One of them, and, and resilience has got an element, uh, a significant element to it. One of them is that you need to have a bit of a squiggly career. So it's oh, like oh, what, what, oh, what? a squiggly <laughs> career, <laughs> you know, which is the fact that you sort of, um, you're open you're curious okay. so back to the attitude bit of like mm. actually i'll throw myself something to you or, or there's this real gnarly problem over here and i'm going i've got no idea how i'm going to fix it but i'm willing to sort of go have a go mm -hmm. and, and learn from it so when people look at your sort of cv your career path isn't necessarily linear oh, it's okay. the fact that it's sort of gone a bit you went over here and did that and you went over there and did that um but what people are doing back to good leadership and ego is that they've got self-confidence but also part of their ego they know that they must ask for help and then mm. they must learn from immense so resilience is about learning to spring forward oh, yes. episode one check yes. it out in episode one guys and girls <laughs> um and so they are demonstrating all those factors of resilience of like throwing themselves into challenging situations but adapting knowing what their strengths and skills are and just asking the people around them i've got this idea um, is it good? Is it bad idea? Is it great idea? Is it a terrible idea? So psychologically safe environment mm -hmm. to go challenge me on, you know, um, the, the things that we're coming up with. Um, so that was just popped into my head from what we were talking about. You see, that's what I just love. You see, when we're yeah. doing things like this, things pop into the head. You know, if anybody if anybody thinks this is scripted, <laughs> then, then you really better think again. Um, you know, we have a framework, but it just goes where it goes. Yes. Um, Russell, earlier on, you, you talked about fixed and growth mindset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is like, so the, the lady that needs to know, acknowledging around this is, is Carol Dweck. 
Oh, so the, yes. Yeah, so yeah. that's fantastic. But I was actually, you know, um, reading uh article i think this morning about actually they, these are some traps that people fall into around fixed and growth mindset they think it's binary um and it isn't um so our underlying mindset so simplistically as uh, so we'll start simple and we'll build from there uh the fixed and growth mindsets follow so people with a fixed mindset they just they have the belief the belief that the skills and the capabilities they've got are they're done they're finite they're as good as they're going to be uh, and so they they behave then in a way to sort of make sure sometimes that they're not find, found out okay. that, they, that these things are fixed and finite. People that have an underlying attitude, um, which is more growth mindset, is they have the belief that the skills and the capabilities they've got can still be developed. They can still grow. They can still do uh, uh, more of them. And it's encapsulated in a, two very simple sentences. People with um, a fixed mindset say the sentence to themselves of, I don't know how to do that mm -hmm. because what I've got is fixed. And those are the growth mindsets. So I don't know how to do that yet. Yes. So that's it. But what Carol Dreck, the article I was reading this morning, is like, so people think it's a bit binary. We get to the belief of like, you know, I say to us, oh, yeah, I, I try new things. There I go, I'm a growth mindset. There I go, well, I'm fine. Um, and we all have a mixture of the two at times because we can't all day, every day, uh, be perpetually um, trying to get better at every single thing that's going on for ourselves. And mm. there are times when somebody might come along to you and go, well, do you fancy doing this differently? And you'll just go, no, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, you know. I'm, I'm fixed on this one, you mm -hmm. know, or, or ask me another day. I was, I was just going to say that, Russell, because, you know, like we say about things change over time. Today, today, tomorrow might be a different, a different mm. day and a different thought. Yes, yes. You know, it's um, also the other misnomer is that people that uh, come across as a positive um, mindset and um, episode one again, listen to that. Think about what difference is uh, positivity and optimism. <laughs> Um, they can sometimes trick themselves, go, oh, I've got a positive mental attitude, though I've got um, a growth mindset. And it's a bit of a false version of it at times. There's a risk that mm. it can. Just because you've got a positive mental attitude, you can suddenly say to yourself, therefore, I don't need to grow. Okay. And okay. so you've flipped into fixed then. Yeah. And, and you touched on something just a few minutes ago about, about <clears throat> because people, do people... <laughs> You, this this thing is either end of a continuum, isn't it? You're not. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think about. It's the other end of a continuum. You're not. It's like when you do a psychometric test. It doesn't mean to say that you're on this side and you've got yeah. nothing on that side. You've. you've no. It's. It's. If, if I'm making sense, and I think yeah. some people can get can get a bit wrapped up in around that. So, well, you know, I've worked with somebody today, and they've told me somebody today that I'm very nurturing. Yes. You know. And, and I'm a big nurturer, but, um, but it doesn't mean to say the other end of the scale that you have a different skill Absolutely. somewhere else. Absolutely. It, it, it is, it's, it's always about an element of nuance mm. uh, that's in there. Absolutely. So, yeah, so it just, you know, what your underlying attitude to life comes from a, like, our whole life's experience. So it does that, that element of nature, nurture does come into it and the human condition. And I, I have just finished reading um, Humankind 
by uh, Rutger Bregman, um, which has just really uh, spoken to me in sort of my life's beliefs. So I am aware that a belief they're not necessarily true. So I am also trying to be <laughs> open-minded that I'm not taking everything at face value, but it's just revisiting uh, literally the whole of human history to go, what are we really like, you know? Um, and so in it, you've got to be, he's been clearly very open, very curious um, about all of the things that he's thought and gone, actually, what does the evidence actually say? What actually happened? What happened in reality? Mm. So you've got to do a fair amount of sort of uh, querying things but yeah, your underlying attitude, it's like one side of the scale, so it's not black or white, but mm-hmm. one side of the scale is, um, you know, lives happens to me and there's nothing I can do about it mm-hmm. versus, uh, uh, you know, what happens in my life is my destiny. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know, that, yeah. that those are two ends of a spectrum. Yeah. And yeah. your underlying attitude will be on there somewhere and it'll be on different places. Mm-hmm. And, and probably on different subjects as well and different topics and, and things like that it'll totally very very accordingly you know and um you know can things change over time yeah of course they can you know yeah just, just think about what you thought about when you're 11 year old to what you might think about now about having a partner you know what i mean you might be 11 you know you say you say to a 10 year old boy about kiss a girl i don't want to go near a girl right you say to a teenager boy at eight, you know do you want it oh, changes doesn't it it does. It yeah. does. And that, that reminds me of um, just the whole resilience piece and how it can help with attitude and all aspects of um, resilience is um, there was a pretty good longer term study that was done. So my company is a member of something called the Oxford Review that looks at all sort of studies around learning development, organizational development, and just sort of goes good research, bad research, half decent research. And there was some good research done long term so people that have had a really difficult start in life Mm -hmm. um they sort of said okay so you know do they become resilient how do they build resilience what happens to them and it was noted that all sorts of different people um having difficult start in uh, in life when somebody picked up upon that there was something that they enjoyed doing a strength or something that they were good at and found a way to encourage them to do that as much as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. So even though these people had some pretty difficult and horrible circumstances, but if in addition that was going on, then they demonstrated resilience in life. Okay. So that capacity um, to, you know, play to your strengths and skills or find something or be encouraged to do something that, you know, uh, you're good at, you enjoy doing, you're able to do, you could get better at, then that impacted your attitude to life got you got you know it impacted um how you felt and thought and felt on that spectrum of life happens to me nothing i can do about it versus there is some form of um responsibility or like it's within my gift Mm -hmm. that you know i can do something with my life and the thing that affected positively affected that was you know for whatever reason somebody sort of saying oh i've spotted you know bob mary fred asif you know iqbal whatever and said um oh do you know what i've noticed that they they love doing this they're really good at that so let's just keep encouraging it keep finding ways to do it keep enabling them to do it um and and that worked this this might be another another episode right yes but one thing that's just come to me there about attitude and challenged right so i'm imagining myself as a leader now 
of yep. an organization and I'm sat in the boardroom. Yeah. Um, and um, I think I'm pretty good at what I do, Russell. You know what yes. I mean? I've got, I'll put it that way. <laughs> I think I'm pretty good at what I do. And, and then somebody comes and challenges me and, and I feel that resistance. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So what I'm thinking as we're talking there, one of the great things to ask myself at that point is, what is this resistance all about? Totally. Why am I feeling this way? Okay. <clears throat> and it's a self-awareness thing. What is this saying about me? Yeah. Okay. If and I have that and I have that self-awareness, then I can probably change the way I think and change my attitude towards things. If I just don't feel that or I feel that resistance and just don't want to do anything about it, yeah. I'm probably just going to go down the same old route, aren't I? It is. And, and for me, it's definitely probably a, a longer term episode from the day, but for me right now. <laughs> I thought it might be. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that I'm really curious about that, because I'm always fascinated about why do humans do the things that they do? Mm. So it's probably just reminding ourselves. So a bit of self-compassion for everybody that any form of doing something different or a change, it requires energy or it's tiring or it's putting us in stretch. Mm -hmm. So you know, it's difficult for us all day, every day to sit there and go, right, challenge me, right, I'll do that different. Because it's absolutely tiring. Mm. It's like, yes, well, I don't know if it's a swear word, what I was going to say next, but, you know. <laughs> I was ready to hit the bleep button, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> it, yes, it makes you shattered, you know. So I'm glad you said shattered. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's like, it's a case of, yeah, you, you want the self-awareness in the first instance to go, actually, in that moment, somebody challenged me, but I really didn't. I couldn't be bothered, didn't have the energy. I didn't want to engage at that moment mm -hmm. in time. But did you clock? That's how you're feeling. Did you then clock as well? Actually, I need to go back and pick up on that. Or on the next day, or the next couple of days, you go see that person on a one-on-one -on -one and say, let's have a coffee and go, I noticed that you asked me. And in the moment, I was like, I didn't. I didn't have the capacity mm -hmm. to engage with it, but I clocked that you'd asked me and let's, let's talk about it, you know, and that goes all the way back to, you know, what type of leader are you? Mm. Cool. You know? well, look, hey, Russell, we've covered a fair bit again in this episode. Yes, haven't we? Yes. What, what's, what's coming up in, um, in the next one? What are we going to be talking about there? Yeah, so the next one. So what we'll do is we'll talk about, um, it's influenced a little bit by my strengths. We'll talk about purpose. So just to Ooh. let people know that on the resilience wheel, we've got attitude at the heart. Mm -hmm. We've got purpose. We've got confidence. We've got adaptability. We've got support network. We have got meaning and we've got energy. Wow. So we have got, you know, episodes to look at. And the next one, we'll look at purpose and then we'll talk about uh, a Japanese thing called Ikagi. No, I've heard you talk about this before. <laughs> Ikagi, I've heard you talk about this on the radio. And I, I, I was listening on the radio to your Russell's Resilience radio show and I went, what did he say? Ikagi, Ann, he said Ikagi. What the hell's Ikagi? <laughs> yeah, so hey, we'll look forward to finding out more about that. And don't forget, um, just remind people where they can find you on the web and on the radio. Yeah, Russell. yeah, so they can find me, www.theresiliencecoach.co.uk. Yep. And on the radio on a Saturday 
Yes, Saturday, uh, potentially, you know, at, at other days, but Saturdays, three to six, Russell's Resilience Radio Show, where it's great music and resilience tips. On yeah, good old- and we must say, and repeated at other times in the week for those that don't catch you on a Saturday. Beautiful, beautiful. Brilliant. Russell, a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. Thank Have a you. great day. You too. Well, thank you for joining me on this week's Glass Half Full podcast. If you'd like to join me as a guest, then why not get in touch? You can email me at steve at stevetwynham.com. And also, if you're looking for a radio station that is that little bit different, that brings you all about well-being and happiness and personal development and great music too, and then check out Yawa Radio. That's Yawa spelt Y-O-W-A-H dot Check out Yawa Radio, bringing that feel-good feeling to every single day of the week. So once again, thank you for joining me on today's Glass Half Full podcast. It is produced and presented by myself, Steve Twynham, and copyright applies. And whatever you're doing for the rest of your day, have the best day you possibly can.